No buy. We have Russian link. Welcome to the Matt and Alex Show. Beat the odds and show your bookie who's boss. What's going on, boys? 365 days ago on May 2nd, 2020, the Matt and Alex Show debuted on everywhere, everywhere that uh, you listen to your favorite podcasts. And uh, we are so happy that it did. But uh, 365 days ago, May 2nd, now it is May 2nd, 2021. And uh, it is the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast and shortly probably to be changed to the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast with JY Jelly. Uh, Alex, how are you, sir? What's up, boys? I'm good as always. Whenever I'm with you, it's always a little bit of a better night. It is a better night. JY Jelly is in the house. What is going on, buddy? How are you, sir? What's up, guys? I can't believe it. It's been a year. Awesome. A year. A year ago today, we put something into place, right? The Matt and Alex show at the time, right? JY Jelly. Now, uh, and I think, you know, uh, it's the Matt and Alex sports podcast and soon to be changed to Matt and Alex sports podcast with JY Jelly. Because you're just a fixture of the show now, of course. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well tonight. Uh, so tonight, just a preface, we are at the bar. Of course, we're always at the bar. Uh, where else would we be? Uh, but we're going to have tons of people coming on. I think like six, what, right, Alex? Uh, six people are coming to the bar? Five. Oh, five. All right. Close, though. Yeah, close. Uh, let's see how much. Uh, Over under five and a half. <laughs> yeah. I just rolled into the, to the bar late, so. Um, but yes, we have some guests that are, that have been on the show previously that want to come on, congratulate us on our 365 days and, uh, also have some fun and talk about, you know, what they want to talk about with sports and all that kind of stuff. Hey, to be just to start real quick, I did go back to our very first podcast and it was May 2nd, 2020. Of course, I've said it five times already. And Alex, it sounds like you're in a tunnel under the, uh, under the sea talking. <laughs> you have like some massive echo. Uh, we, we sound more scared than, than, a, than a hermit crab, you know, ready to come out of a shell. It's unbelievable. The difference that, that, uh, a year makes and we've had a lot of fun. So that's all I want to say. And, uh, so thank you for giving this to me every week. We have fun and we're able to be together at the bar. So thank you. Oh, I'll keep giving it to you every week, Matt, keep Give it to giving me, it to you and giving it to you and giving it to you. Oh my God. I'm so you know, I'm watching the angels right now. I don't know if you guys are, but just full on full blown, just guys stealing second. And you would have thought that he was the catcher was trying to throw it to Mike Trout in center field. That was perfect. I'm so sick of the angels anyways. All right. Very good. On to the better things. So here's the better thing we're going to be doing in light of our trivia gimmick that we do almost every show. Every single one of our guests tonight is going to give a Matt versus Alex trivia question. So Justin's yeah. going to start us off with a trivia question and then we're going to go right into cheers beers. So we'll update you in cheers beers in just a moment, but let's start with trivia, Maddie. Let's, let's yes. get Justin in here to, uh, to, okay. What is it? Uh, Alex Trebek, this shit. Let's go. Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I'm the guest host, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Of course. One are. question per guest. So Justin, <laughs> think, what's your question? For I us? see you more of like an so, Anderson Cooper. Not sure what that means, but okay. Um, Take it as you will. I, I, I so, personally think Anderson Cooper's done a great job. Anyways, go ahead. So I, I know it's one question. I prepared three, one NBA, one NFL, and one EPL. And I thought that NBA, I originally prepared an NBA question, but I'm like, Alex is going to get that, Matt. There's no way Matt would get it. So between the NFL question and the 
EPL question, which one would you like? We got to go NFL. It's only fair. Alex, I was going to start this, this bar experience off with who's going to be the first person that does something out of the context of what you said. <laughs> like I, Justin I wins. Ding, dude, ding, thought, ding, ding. I thought it'd be like Gavin and Eric. Oh, I came up with like eight questions. I know you guys just said one and, and it's first person. I just think it's amazing. You know, like we have 15 <laughs> minutes, like people are coming in and out of the bar and Justin already eight. says he has three of them. <laughs> You let's go with, indecisive I am. Let's go with NFL, Matt, because I think EPL, clearly you, you're just too much of a genius in that. You're kicking my ass in that. Dude. And NBA, he's right. I'm not missing an NBA question, unless it has to do with like somebody's like steals per game or something. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Let's go NFL. That's my best chance. Well, besides EPL, because I am smashing you guys. I think you might get the EPL question, but we'll go NFL for sure. All right. All right. So I know this is, this is 2020 specific. Which NFL team had no reported COVID cases during the regular season? It's only one. Jesus. So, uh, so is this going to be fill in the blank, or do you got a, or do you have like a multiple guess? I've got. It was a no fill in the blank, but I can fill in the blank. I can give you. Yeah. Okay, hold on, Alex. <sighs> okay, Alex. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a one in thirty-two shot. shot. Yeah. Okay, Matt, would you like to give a go? Oh, so I can say Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well? You can. No, it's either got it or I potentially. You, That's you why it. I want to know if you, you got it right Alex, or not. No, Alex, you didn't get it. All right. Um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna One say, out of 31, Matt. I helped you out. I'm going to go with uh, the most you know strict place. Well, no, I can't do that because there was most... God, okay, don't overthink it. Don't overplay the was break. not the Baltimore Ravens. Why are you helping him? That's down two. <laughs> Look at this. Now he's down to 30. Um, it's not Cleveland. It's uh the Tennessee Titans. That's where I'm going. The Tennessee Titans. <laughs> no, the Tennessee Titans they were out for like three weeks. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. Matt tried to find the one that got fucked up the most and said, let's pick him. Um, we both started off with zeros here, Justin. Help us out. Back. We're off to a fucking rolling start. Yeah. Seattle zero, zero. Seahawks. Ooh, the Pete Carroll Seahawks. Seriously? Pete Carroll. Like I said, no known cases. You never know in Pete Carroll's locker room. Yeah, they, they hit that shit. They were not um, on my radar. Golden, Golden Tate stealing donuts in the morning. Remember that one? <laughs> I love donuts. Hard shift to cheers beers. Matthew is a prodigy. <laughs> He I has am. improved with his wolves draw. Like, are you using a website or an algorithm? Like, seriously, one, he is. two, three, he, I'm convinced. four, five, six, seven, eight. He's eight and three, Justin. All right, guys. If I'm using a site, you, you better you, fu- you better fucking sign up for the site right now. I will. If you if you tell me eight and three, like, look, if we were playing roulette and you just went eight, eight and eight and three, like, what is happening? If we're playing blackjack, eight and three, like, you're making a lot of money. All right. If this were one hundred dollar bets in Vegas, you'd be up seven hundred and twenty seven dollars. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Justin is down 866. Yeah. Like that's a $1,500 difference. He's right. down more than you're up. Yeah. And you're up almost perfect. Like that's I'm, amazing. I'm that and good. I'm, I'm teasing Justin a little bit because I'm minus 665, but yeah. I'm, Justin and I are swinging for long shots now. So, I mean, I'm not even that yeah. butthurt about that. I'm just right. swinging for the fences. But, so, so Matt, whatever it is you're doing, please share with the world. Plus 223 wolves draw. All right. So what I'm doing and, and this is no joke. What I'm doing is, yes, am I using a site? Yeah, I use Google. I mean, I, I just Google EPL and I, I see kind of what teams have been doing. I look at the table. And if you Google the EPL table, it gives you what they've done over the last five matches. 
you know, and so I'll, I'll do a little bit of research about, you know, different teams and, and, uh, and then to be honest with you, I just, I don't use any specific website. I just do a little bit of research and I just use my gut feeling. And like last week I chose the wolves to draw and you heard my, my rationale for that. And at the end of my rationale, Alex, if I'm not mistaken, you were kind of like, I kind of like that rationale. Like, you know, I mean, whatever it was, I don't even remember yeah, what yeah, it I'm was. I'm in awe. It's just eight and three is legit. Like we haven't gone eight and three on that's anything it. on this show. Right. And that's it. That That's my, I don't know anything about it. I don't watch EPL. And so that's the, that's the magic of it all. So, so you bet the things you don't specific watch. Gam- go to a specific gambling site and. I do not. I do not pay for any predictions. I don't pay for any uh, advice. This is straight me. Just if you are, that would be embarrassing because all you're going to get is two sandwiches out of it. So right. No, I promise if you're paying. I promise you. I promise you. All right. Let's let's get the show rolling. I'm going to start us off this week, guys. I don't want to go the longest shots on the board because those are I don't think are realistic this week. And not that they were last week because I fucking lost anyway. But um, I'm going to go with Chelsea at plus 339 to beat Man City. I think Man City is about to clinch one way or another in the next – they have three weeks yeah. and three games to either win a single point or have Man United lose a single point. Right. That's and uh, and I think Man City's got it in the bag, so they're not going to go after this game with a, with a ton of gusto. Now, I still think Man City's favorites, but they also ha- just won a huge pr- uh, Champions League game to make the final today so i think this is gonna be a little afterthought for them whereas chelsea's still fighting for their top four berth they needed a little bit more and i think they are gonna have it's gonna be fun to root for pulsic i haven't done that in months so i'm gonna go chelsea plus 339 is he even playing does he still play oh my god are you kidding yeah. did you see the goal he had last week in the champions league no he's, we had an american player oh my it was nuts in the semi-final of the champions league not just the goal matt while justin's talking i want you to youtube christian pulisic last week versus real madrid Done. and i want you to tell me that's not one of the top 20 goals you've seen in your life. Okay. It's fucking legit. And he's an American and it's in the semifinal of the champions league, not some bullshit CONCACAF Cuba game. (laughs) He's turned it on. He's turned it on the past couple of weeks. I mean, whether he's starting or not or taken out, it's was it versus Real Madrid. I'm sorry. Yes. Versus Real Madrid. Okay. Justin, go ahead. Well, he watches that video. Yes. You go ahead and tell us what's your pick brother. Well, I'm going long shot and I'm actually surprised that the odds are worse for this than I would have said Newcastle versus Leicester City. Newcastle has better odds than Southampton um, against Liverpool. And Liverpool's a disaster right now. So I'm going Southampton. I like it. Mm. Southampton. I mean, it's not going to happen, but I like it. It's, it's not going to happen. but It's not going to happen it's, not because it can't happen. It's not going to happen because you chose it. The same way that mine exactly. isn't going to happen because I chose it. So <laughs> Exactly. We just mush yeah. them. I'm sorry to all the Chelsea and Southampton fans out there. It is our fault. You can blame us. Send your hate mail to the Alex and Matt podcast at gmail.com. Specifically, subject line Justin Young. Is that a real goal? Is that a real goal? Yeah. Isn't that Mm -hmm. sick? He gets a he so he gets across to the left side, then he brings it down, which is a good touch. And then he brings it across. The goalie misses and then he taps it in. he danced them, all the defenders he wrong-footed. Three Champions League defenders and the goalkeeper for wow. the goal of the week. And that's a 22-year-old American kid right there. I love it. I love it. All right. But yeah, he's back, and he's 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 flying high. And what now, do you got this week, Matt? Now for the lock of the week. Ladies and gentlemen here at the bar, <laughs> I've been pretty lucky. Everybody uh, listen up, because when Matt says it, it happens. It happens. Arsenal, going with my team. Uh, I'm wearing the jersey right now. I should be. I'm not. Uh, they're minus one. I think they're going to win. They could win by two. 
They could win by three. I don't know. West Brom is at the bottom. Uh, they're going to be all, I mean, whether they're like, they're like 10, 11, 12, 13 points in relegation right now, if they can even make it out of it. Um, they're going to be all offense. It's going to give Arsenal the chance. They're at home. Uh, it's going to give Arsenal the chance to, to uh, break through the back. Yeah, they're just not going to be playing enough defense. They're at the bottom of the, of the table. Uh, Arsenal with the win, easy one to 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 go for my team, my, my me in quotations, my in quotations. Uh, I like it. Under that logic, I'm not going to bet with you because I can't stomach beating myself. But I think I'll bet the over this weekend because I like your logic there, and I think Arsenal might get a few extras. And if West Brom can even get right. one, then you're gonna get like a four or five goal game. Yeah, and that's what my Google right, well, has has told me. So that's, that's what that's what the tulip told you, right? <laughs> you talk to the tulip, he knows what's up. I wish I could talk to the tulip. <laughs> Um, we are we are a wrap on this yes. first segment, ladies and gentlemen. Matt and Alex with Justin. Matt is at zero. Alex is at zero, but Matt's dominating the sandwich game. So when we go to Togo's, he's going to be all all full of pepperoni. I don't even think Togo's survived. I think they're gone. Hey, I went to Togo's thanks, last guys. week. Really? Thanks for having me, and congratulations. Thanks, JY. It's a huge a huge accomplishment. You should be incredibly proud. It's it's a highlight of my week when I'm on and uh, listening. Just makes the commute fly yes. by. Yes. And you've been there pretty much every step of the way. So thank you, buddy. Thank you. And thank you're the you. The man, Lord. JY. Congrats. Have fun. As we say in the old country, Mazel Tov. Naheim. Have you ever sat there while you're listening to the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast thinking, how do I help support these guys? Well, now you have a way. We've set up a Patreon account. A Patreon account is uh, in the show notes. You Basically, copy the link, throw it in your web browser, hit enter, and pledge a certain amount of money per month to our show. Helps us pay for uh, broadcasting sites uh, through uh, Buzzsprout. Uh, helps us with merchandise and grow as a company. So from $0.50 cents to $5 billion a month, anything is appreciated. We'll throw you a swag box with, with a T-shirt, some stickers. We have some pandemic face masks to give out. Anything is appreciated. Alex and I here at the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast want to keep this rolling. We're having so much fun, and any help would be appreciated. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. All right, another fixture of this, uh, this wonderful bar is Mike Willie. Coach Mike Willie. Everybody calls him Coach. Hey, Coach, what's going on, buddy? Man, I'm just happy to be here and at Dude. the at the virtual bar. I'm gonna make it a real bar right now, man. It's yes. been a long day, so let's roll. Yes, you are. And and just because you're here, I had to tell you, I, I put two new beers in my in my kegerator. And what I do is is what every time that I, I switch my beers out, I clean my lines. You know, I, okay. I, and, and so while I do that, I have to keep my my door open and so all that cold beautiful cold air escapes and the beer goes warm. And so tonight I didn't do it fast enough really. And the beer kind of got warm and it got, and you know, oh. that those first couple of pulls, you know, it's like all foam and stuff. I was thinking about you though. When, when you're foaming, you're thinking about me. That that's, that's <laughs> thanks. You're a sick, you're a sick MF or dude. Sick. Well <laughs> then on that note, I'm going to lost the 805. So let's keep it simple and let's roll. What do you, yeah. uh, what trivia do you have for us? What what trivia do I have for you? Yeah, don't you have a trivia question? I, I don't have a trivia question. Should I have had a trivia question? Yeah, I thought so. But that's okay. What are we talking about tonight? Anything fun? I mean, what's going on in the world of sports in Mike Willie's eyes? What, you, what what's going on? How much? Well, we're talking about the, how much the Angels suck, right? Oh yeah. Oh, 
Dude. Well, that just that just shows that actually that uh, Coach Willie and and Matt Rolfe are smart. We t- mm-hmm. we told the youngin, we told your youngin in the family there yeah. that uh, that it was going to happen, and sooner or later, here we go. It, yeah, they yeah. started off good, and yeah. then now everybody in the world is hurt, and here we go. It's just the name of the game. I mean, there was three yeah. teams. It was the Astro. I think it was the Astros. Uh, it, or it was the Angels. The Astros and the Royals, I think, were the three last teams to have not have lost a series. Well, uh, that goes out the window. I don't think there's any yeah. teams out there that haven't lost a series now. But, uh, you know, like, yeah, like you said, we started out hot. You know, we started out good. But yeah. just like every every year in the last 10 years, it feels like uh, that yeah. happens. Pitchers go no, out. No, I, I, I see the same thing, except like, with my experience in baseball, I've always said this, and I'd say the same thing about about football: is that like baseball doesn't start till basically two weeks after the All Star break. After the All Star break, they start going, "Okay, who's really in this? Yeah. Who's buyers? Who's sellers? Who's gonna, you know, who's in the playoff hunt? Stuff like that." And then they yeah. expand their rosters and do that. So, like a game in April, a game in May, you can tell that it's almost meaningless, and the way that they you know, the way that the managers manage it, the way that, you know, the players go about it. It's like they're starting that race. It's almost like one of those cycling races that everyone's starting out there and they're cush, cush, cush. And then in the last lap, they're going to make a sprint for it. So it's boring for, you know, the, the 15 lap, but on the 16th lap, it's awesome. It's so exciting. Yeah. You know, so like, that's the way I see it. Same as in football. I see that as it doesn't really even matter until after Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. in, in the NFL, and didn't well, didn't you, Alex? Didn't you say something in one of the podcasts last that they should go to this like kind of thing, like like relegation in in European soccer or whatever the kickball league is over there? That hundred percent. You have to you have to like earn it. You don't yeah. get a reward of the number one draft pick by being the crappiest team, you know, around. Like right? No. I, I I love that idea, man. It's yeah, that's weird. It's, it's so funny. Americanized that I'd never even thought of it. It's funny growing up because we'd be teased back in the day when soccer wasn't so big in America. Like, oh, that's a commie sport, and I never understood that. Like, well, what does communism do? The communist countries suck at soccer. <laughs> like, Cuba's not a good soccer uh, country. The USSR is a joke. North Korea is really bad. Like, what are we talking about here? And uh, if you actually look at the leagues, the communists are us. You know what I mean? Like you just described, like how shitty you're running your franchise. Good. Let's give you more good players. Let's make it fair for you. Let's revenue share the TV, the TV deals. Like, no, nah, man, like capitalism is, is European soccer. If you can make money, make money. And if you can't make money, shame on you. And if you're good, you climb up. And if you're bad, go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't know if I was, I, love it. I don't know if I was one of those people, Alex, that thought that said it was a communist sport. I know that I heard that all the time when I was, you know, growing up high school, college, that's com- commie sport. I'm like, the only reason why I thought it was a commie sport is because it ended in a tie. And that that's no way to finish anything. Like, why would you do that? Why would you play any game and say the game is over when it's not really over? Like, that's that's a tie. Yeah, that's but it, a, but like, like you just said, though, like you just said, though, if you flip it to the American sports structure, like, why would you play any season and say the worst team should be rewarded? Right. Like, the that's the it. definition of no, I, communism. I, like, hey, I you're, agree. You're, you're down low. Let's bring you up high. Hey, you're up high. Let's cut you down low. Let's make everything equal. So I agree with you, man. I think it would be fascinating if the angels were punished for sucking because then they would have to not suck. I also think that the thing you marry with that is you, you make it uh, fan controlled. I really think it should be fan controlled. If the fans aren't happy, they should fire the GM and they should just have that vote every two years or whatever. Yeah. 
but they have that like now now you said they kind of go off on another tangent isn't that what happens with like the green bay packers yeah it's the only one yeah yeah they're the ones that are owned by the fans and i don't see a whole hell of a lot of control that the fans have over that or they actually give aaron Rodgers some weapons you know so like that's that's what i see is like i don't know the how does business that even of, work? Of Do you have to live in like a certain zip code to have a say, or what the hell? How does that? How does that even work? I think you need to be a season ticket holder. Oh, is that what it is? That, but yeah, oh, no, that makes they sense. Still, they're a public, aren't they? Aren't they public? Uh, like offering, like you can buy shares of the Green I don't Bay know. Packers. I don't think so. I think they're. I think you. I think it's they're owned by their fans. I don't think they're owned by like me and you. I don't think we can invest in them. Huh. I think I can buy Green Bay Packers. Maybe. We need to figure that out. That'll be the next time we join the bar together. You need to have that information. Or I will. <laughs> uh, I want to know. That would be amazing. How much does it cost to buy a share of the, the Packers? Of the Green Bay Packers? That would be amazing. That I, would be cool. I want to know. I want to know. But anyway. Well, let's hey, invest. Hey, Mike. Always, always 365 deep. days we've been sitting in this bar. Can you believe that? That is, that is awesome. And you know, when... When you and Alex invited me on, I wanted to thank you guys so much for, for that. You know, um, during this during this time, I kind of had had actually gave myself a lot to do. You know, and took master's classes and yeah, you know, went on a big giant spree of trying to lose weight and college basketball officiating. Tried to get into that and just try to be the best version of me and try to improve when it seems like things were kind of kind of uh, bleak. You know, sure. out there. And every single day, man, I will go on my walks and everything. I know you guys even making fun of Willie's on his walk, talking shit, you know, like <laughs> fucking you know, soccer <laughs> this and the tie ball game. And, and you guys got to know me pretty well. Yeah. And I laughed all the time. But, you know, I, I got to give it up to you guys. You kept me a, really busy, gave me something to think about, kept me company when I was alone out there on some four and five yeah. mile walks. And I've enjoyed every time that you guys have had a podcast. And I hope. The rest of the listeners have too, man. This has been really fun, and just want to tell you guys how much I appreciate what you guys are doing, and just hearing a hearing a couple dudes talking about betting football or the soccer league or what's going on in your life or what's going on around town and everything. I hope the the rest of the you know your audience you know enjoyed that too, you know. And yeah. my small little contribution is exactly that, but you know I appreciate being a small part of this, and I, I like I said, I really want to thank you guys for you know, the year and the episodes that you've done, man. I, I thought that, you know, you guys are doing a great I job. I think you, I think you don't do yourself. You're not doing yourself justice. You're more than a small contribution and not to sit here and pat ourselves on the back. Thank you for the kind words, but uh, Mike, you are a character that is famous on this show. Everybody, even if they don't hear your episode, they know Mike Willie Cause you get brought up. I think every <laughs> single episode, Yeah, your 100%. takes are hot. Your, your coaches, your coaching resume is fire. We got you and keep coming back for another two years. Right. Oh, I, well, I'd love to, man. You know, I was I was an ex player that never really liked the media. I had some experiences down in the clubhouse with, you know, the Angels and, you know, saw major leaguers and the media and all this stuff. And I'm always real leery of the media and what you say and publicly say and everything. So I was really not not that thrilled to say things in public. I don't have a social media page. I'm not in that world. And I know that I probably should be, you know, but. I don't know. Sometimes the things you say get taken out of uh, context, and oh, you yeah. look like a we're not media. Sound, so. We're just we're just guys drinking beer. So come drink beer this whenever you want. And, and that's that's what I like. I mean, if you're some reporter, I mean, oh man, no. you guys can have egg on your face all day long. 
Yeah. <laughs> I will. Right. I'm looking forward to this next year, to be honest with you. With the, with the All right, Mikey. We'll see you soon back in the bar. And we will go. Let's see where we can take this thing. All right. You got it. Well, let's take it to the Deadpool, man. That's what, That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, I'm ready. Set We're going to get it there. We're going to get it there. I mean, I know yeah. that, that Justin doesn't want to go there. I know Alex will because he, he just like his brain. I'm a degenerate. I got to win. Yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. I got to we'll, win. We'll so, force Justin into it. He he seems like a peer pressured kind of guy. We can get him. <laughs> oh, we, we're going to get him in, no, no doubt. Yeah, we'll get him. The yeah. irony is Justin and I became friends when and he used to peer pressure me to do things. And now you're right, Mike. It's a complete flip. Like we have to pressure him into things now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get him. You got work. You you won a lot of confidence and he's like, uh oh, this guy can make me do whatever whatever he wants. <laughs> All right. Well, I know it was a short one tonight, but thanks for coming on and uh spending a couple of minutes with us. You got it. All right, guys. Thanks again for all you do, man. You guys have a great night. All right, buddy. See you next See time. You, all right, Alex. Cheers. Cheers, man. All right, next guy's in the bar. Uh, the swinging door uh, just closed uh, right after him. It's uh, Isaiah. What's going on, buddy? How are you, sir? What's going on, brother? I'm doing fantastic. How about you guys? Dude, we're doing I'm doing great. good. I can't wait to see how Matt's going to offend Isaiah in a 10-minute segment. <laughs> pull it off, I only have 10 minutes to well, offend are, Isaiah. What are the odds that he crushes <laughs> Crushes his, his team or his city or you know, his tennis shoes? Like something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Is your question for us about LeBron James and how much of a of a, a pansy he's been the last month? A pansy. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I knew that that would that would that would, that would like fake offend you because that was that was yeah. Right. I was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Just I mean, in fact, my I favorite really, NBA player already retired. So I haven't paid much attention to him, but I I know the Lakers are down on the table a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, they're starting to well, they're starting to fall off into the uh, play-in tournament, which is kind of starting to piss people off. Yeah, yeah, including LeBron, right? Yeah, I mean, the guy's fucking thirty-six years old. I mean, you're you're building every super team that you can against him just to knock him off the throne. So I understand why he's getting upset. And plus, yeah. I mean, at the age of thirty-six, things start to break down. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so you're saying that he feels like a little like ganged up on? Is that what you're saying? Oh, this he's been ganged up on since right. He came into the league since he was 18. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just this is just another notch in his belt that if he can get over the hump yeah. with Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond, who's like the modern day twin towers. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I think, you know, this is gonna be another, like I said, another notch in his belt of greatness. All right. Like well, it. I'll tell you this much, man. LeBron is not doing himself any favors with my eyes because last year he said this was a great idea, the 7-10 playing game. And this year, now that he's part of it, it's like the person who thought of this needs to be fired. And it's yeah. like, oh, convenient how that changes. Um, I will give him his credit here, though. I think he's about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for second best all time. And people might laugh at me and say, he already passed him years ago. And it's like, mm, mm, mm. You, you're disrespecting Kareem and his six MVPs and his six champion and his five championships. So which accolade will LeBron have two to different hit? cities and all that stuff or six championships with two different cities. So, um, well, in my point system, which we covered last fall, you guys can check that out and we'll do it again, probably this spring again, um, something about it, but he just needs, he needs about 20 points. So if he is a first team all league, that's going to be a big chunk of it right there. If they're a champion, he's going to pass him right there. Um, He's definitely going to make one of the all-league teams. So unless LeBron flames out in that 7-10 game, uh, he's probably going to be in that conversation for number two all-time. And for me, him to catch Jordan for me, he's got to win probably two more, this one and another one. Um, Or even if he doesn't win it, another like MVP-type 
first team all NBA type season. And yeah, yeah, okay. If he can do that once, I mean, what do you? Uh, so, I mean, how do you guys feel different about the Jordan Isaiah? It's just, and, and I love it. I love it. I think they should go further with it. Uh, we just talked with Willie a little bit about relegation in the in the European soccer world and how we could bring that to American sports and and try to incentivize winning. I think uh, if you were to do more with this, then you could stop incentivizing the freaking tanking. Like one, the worst part about basketball for me, Isaiah, is I absolutely love basketball, but so much of the NBA season is not worth watching. So like if we went True. through the lineup tonight, how many of the seven games on the on the TV tonight are you going to have a one or both teams not trying to win? And that's the solution. They're, that's the, the problem they're trying to solve, right? They're trying to say, like, give you something to play for. So I think they should do a bigger play in tournament. I think they should be putting draft picks on the line. I think they should be, there should be benefits to winning somehow, some way. You have to incentivize winning. So I know they're never going to relegate these franchises that are worth $2 billion. Like, no one's going to buy that and then vote for, like, yeah, drop me into the, the G League. Like, that's not happening. Um, because, yeah. like Matt said, the bottom line and all that. But if you can incentivize it some way, somehow, I think more power to you, man. Because now if you're the 10th place Kings, you're not, you're not packing it in. Whereas two years ago, you would have just been like, what are we going to do? Go be eighth seed and get crushed. And now it's like, you never know. Maybe we're a seventh seed. Maybe we get some great playoff experience. Maybe we're going to get into that 10, that, that seven, 10 game or seven, eight, nine, 10 game, I guess is how it's going, right? Seven versus eight. And what yeah. is it? Seven versus eight and eight versus nine. I thought it was all the way to 10. 17 will host 18, 19 will host the 10th team. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, 10. Yeah. Okay. So seven, eight, and then. 9 10 yeah it's gonna be fun man yes. not to mention like just think of like how like let's say lebron does drop into this game and let's say he's back healthy legit healthy and davis is legit healthy and then curry's warriors are sitting there waiting for him Jeez. how fun is that game gonna be right and how how devastated is the two seed gonna be when they have either steph curry coming at them or they got lebron and anthony davis coming at them i just think it makes for great entertainment i think they need more of this stuff to, to spice up the season so that people play hard for longer that's my take. My thought is always, I mean, it's only been a year, but my thought was that since we didn't have the March Madness last year, I felt like we were trying to substitute it with something that's relatively familiar. Single game, uh, yeah. By, right, by doing a single game elimination. Uh, let's see what happens with this play-in. And, you know, we got great ratings because we were so hungry for sports. And the fact that they created a bubble and said, all right, let's see Dame Lillard, let's see Jamal Murray and Devin Book and the, and the Phoenix Suns, like, really just show out and show off, you know, it was great. And I'm kind of of the same mindset of, of LeBron and Luka. Like, yeah, I mean, it was cute for one year because when we didn't have the tournament, but now since we have the NCAA tournament back, like, why are we still having play-in games? I, I, think I mean, I, that, what, what, it, what, what college prospect is really coming out that's going to be a game changer, a franchise changer? Those days are like long gone where someone's going to come in. I'm minus Zion. Someone's going to come in and just, you know, revolutionize a, 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 uh, a franchise. Yeah, but you know these people overvalue the draft picks, Isaiah. Like, I, I mean, as a Laker fan, I've watched it for freaking 10 years where it's like, whoa, we have this number two. We got this number seven. And it's like, bro, those guys are going to be garbage as soon as you pick them. Like, if you yeah. trade the two, you can get anybody in the league. I'll give you the number two. I'll give you anybody almost, right? There's like eight players that they, you couldn't get for a two pick. And then if as soon as you draft Lonzo Ball, then it's like, mm, I'm not sure. Like, the next day. <laughs> like, the next day, it's not yeah. valuable. So I'm with you yeah. on those. Those players aren't existing. They don't exist, but the draft picks are overvalued in people's mind. And because of that, they tank. And then they're not, they're not interested in winning at the end of the season. Like right now, if the Timberwolves are playing the, uh, who else is at the freaking dregs at the bottom, are playing the Pistons, are you watching tonight? 
And the answer is hell no. But if there was some incentive for the Timberwolves and the Pistons, however you can slice it, to get them playing, that's the way NBA needs to be, I think. Because the playoffs in the NBA are fucking gold. I don't want to really mess with them. And I think maybe you're right. The 7-10 is the 7-10, to 10, maybe too much messing with the playoffs. But what about this? Go back to Bill Simmons entertaining his hell tournament. See the top seven in each conference. And in the eighth seed, you just that's a that's a fucking lamb to the sacrifice anyway, almost every year, right? Like an eighth seed has beat a one seed like <laughs> twice in history. So take that lamb and say, let's do a single elimination tournament with everybody who's left. And whoever gets to the finals of that tournament gets to go into the eight seeds. Like, how fun would that be? You know, the March Madness with all the losers. It'd be like the loser bracket, right. single, single elimination March Madness. The winner gets the first overall draft pick and gets to get experience against the number one seed that we know will kick their ass. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think if you can revolutionize the way that we're, inter- we're entertaining people, that's a good thing. I think the NBA experimenting with the, like the, the, the fourth quarter, was it called in the, in the all-star game? Oh, the all-star game. Yeah. I can't First remember one like the dude's name, but like those kinds of experiments, like I think those are good. Like, that's forward thinking. Otherwise you just become baseball and we're just watching inning after inning of people strike out. Yeah. How dare you? Inning Sorry, Matty. We got to get this, get this <laughs> quiz in after any watch you guys strike out. I, and that's funny because I How say many here, zeros can you put on one score sheet? I watch baseball every night and I don't watch every game, but I watch typically, you know, and everybody that walks into this bar knows that I'm an angel fan, knows that Alex is an angel fan. And so I, I tend to obviously watch the angels. They come on six, seven o'clock at night. It's right when we're eating dinner and I throw it on. That's the only thing that's ever on TV while we're eating dinner as a family. And so I'll watch it. Um, and, and it's like, dude, it's so exciting. Four one games, four two games. They come back in the night, score two runs. And there's the it, baseball to me is a game of expectation or it's, it's anticipation. Sorry, a game of anticipation. Like you're anticipating, you're right? You like this do guy wait a long a time. He's you getting wait a long time. Something <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, but it's 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 like chess, it ain't checkers, right? Anybody can play Wheel of Fortune, but not everybody can play Jeopardy. Right? You're right. It's like chess. It's a game, not a sport. Here's a here's <laughs> the Angels tonight. Tampa Bay versus the Angels. Right now they're through six innings, so that's twelve half innings, twelve opportunities to score, and there are nine zeros on the board. Yeah, but at the same time, you're watching Shohei Otani, who just hit one into the deep left field, and he's going up against this Patino guy. I don't know who he is. I can't follow every baseball player. And there's a battle. Is a battle. Strike, ball, ball, strike. And it hits the ball. I mean, he could hit You know I tease you. I like baseball. I like Mike, baseball. Mike I just Trout, got, I got to tease because. Mike Trout could hit a ball 430 yards right now. Because you baseball people take it so seriously when you when you ruffle their feathers. No, that's um, not true. <laughs> at, listen to you right now. No, that's I'm not just, true. I'm All just defensive. Isaac, give us a question. I need to beat Matt right. something here. Okay. Because I'm All losing right. this baseball battle. No, you're not. All right, I'm going to give you guys an NFL question since we just had the draft, and uh, Oof. And, let, and let's see who we can let's see who, uh, who knows a little, little bit more about football stats. All right, all right. So this NFL player, I'm ready. Uh, let's do it. All right, this NFL player had over 900 yards receiving, scored a whopping seven touchdowns. Had 88 receptions. And just say your name if, if you guys are feeling a little, a little froggy and want to leap. Oh, we can guess uh, anytime? Okay. I thought I was any, waiting for any time. question. Any, anytime. Okay. All right. Uh, this player also This is 2020, had, It could be a lot of players, though. I feel like there's there could be a couple in that realm. There are quite a few. Uh, this player had over 20 receptions of 20-plus yards. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on a limb. I'll be froggy. I don't mind if I lose. If you say I love winning, but I love it. I love winning, but I love competition more. Dude, what did I just say? What did I just say? Mike Trout could hit a 430-yard bomb, and he just did. Excellent. Right (laughs) on cue. Right on cue. We're now down four to one. Travis Kelsey, Isaiah. What? Travis Kelsey. You're nuts. Uh, He does have those qualifications, but this is not the player. What? what? Your, so I'm what, I'm still in then because I'm right still. You wait, just what was your uh, what was the last qualification? The over twenty. He had over twenty receptions of twenty plus yards. Wow. He's had forty. Him. He's had uh, five receptions of forty plus yards. Wow. He had over nine hundred yards receiving. Jesus. Guys, to be to be exact, the guy had. Oh, I got it, Alex. Hundred yards. Can I go yes. again, or did I lose? I want to give Matt an opportunity. Well, I mean, I was just going to go. I I was just going to guess. I was going to guess from the world champions. I was going to guess Mike Evans. Incorrect. No. There's no way it's Evans, right? Uh, It's it's Stefan Diggs is who it is. Oof. Stefan Diggs, no? Stefan Diggs is not right. This is not the player. Oof. I'm I'm, I'm lost for words here. Man. Okay. Um, another top wide receiver from 2020 that has over 20, 20 yard passes. Um, I'm going to go, I'll go, uh, let's say, uh, I'll just go Devonte Adams. I mean, the guy's a, he's a beast last year. He was a beast, but this is not the player. I love doing blind stats. <laughs> okay. Is there, another, uh, is there another criteria? I can give you guys, let's see, what's one more criteria I can give you guys part of this one? I would say Damn, that's uh, targets had 125 targets, caught 88 of them. Um, okay. I will say this, this, this may be a, get, a dead giveaway. This player replaced Stefan Diggs. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is it. I wanted to say that. I didn't hey, think he got nice that job. high. Nice job. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, it took oh, me a long time. Quick. I think I lost like five minus points before I got the one plus. So. Yeah, but you still got I mean, it. I, I, to, to give you guys credit, you guys said all receivers who had 88, who had over 88 receiving yards had the 1,400 reception, I mean, receiving yards. Yeah. And they all went deep in, in scoring over 20, securing 20 plus receptions of 20 or more yards. Yeah, I thought it was Kelsey. I thought you were trying to trick us with the wide receiver, and I'm like, it's going to be Kelsey because the high amount of catches. And then he I mean, makes Kelsey's those big plays all the time too. So, Good job. Yeah. Good job. Justin Jefferson. Awesome. Great question, Isaiah. I, yeah, I didn't do a good, good job. I did a terrible job. I, Matt did terrible. I did terrible. Isaiah did great. That's a good one, man. All right. Good hey. job. Hey, Isaiah, thanks for coming on, man. 365 days we've been doing this. Uh, May 2nd, 2020, we dropped this podcast and – You've been uh, a healthy contributor of it, and we just want to thank you. And we've been having so much fun, and we hope that I you can come on and I can offend you uh, way more times. Poker this poker this I, summer, Isaiah. We're getting together a poker Matt and Alex podcast poker tournament. You yeah, in? Yeah. I'm all I'm all for the poker. I'm all for the shit talking. I love because, it because uh, I I really feel like the Eagles had a better draft than the Niners. Oh, but, uh, and, if we're, and if we're playing two on two hoops in the driveway, Isaiah's with me. Okay. A top top Isaiah's my teammate. If Sorry. we have the next, <laughs> if we have the next Patty Mahomes, then we'll be talking. We'll be talking. So. A lot of, a lot of ifs. Hey, uh, so, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's what the draft is, right? It's a big if. Yeah. 
You're right. You're yeah. right. Hope I mean, springs Trubisky, eternal. Trubisky got drafted before Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, didn't he? So you well, never know. Chicago Bills haven't been anything since what Mike Dicka. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah if, if, if the Bears draft you, that's how you know your career is doomed. It's right. It's like the Clippers yeah. drafting you. You're screwed. Exactly. Well, man, well, I appreciate you guys. Congratulations on the one-year anniversary. Uh, let's make it uh, another 365 days. Let's do it. Thanks, man. Hey, with your support sure. and your help, uh, we we absolutely could. So thank you very much. No All right, problem. Isaiah. Looking forward we'll to see it, you fellas. soon, brother. Yes, sir. All right, pal. Take care, man. Later. Are you looking for some new soccer gear? Well, look no further. Soccer Garage has everything you need and more. Visit Soccer Garage in San Juan Capistrano or SoccerGarage.com for all your footballing needs. Soccer Garage takes pride in their reputation for unmatched customer satisfaction. Their friendly and knowledgeable employees are all active soccer players and or coaches dedicated to answering questions and serving the soccer supply needs of their customers. Visit SoccerGarage.com for all your soccer needs. Swinging door has swung again. And who is here? <laughs> it's Eric and Gavin. I wish, yeah. I, could, I, wish I had like Hello. a I, I wish I could have rhymed that. I don't know. It seemed like a like a good rap song or something. Uh, what's on going it. on, boys? Oh, you know, just living the life. Living Dude, watching we... some amazing fights. Uh yes. fucking thug rose. Yes. Can, yes. I mean uh what's his name uh uh the the lake snap um dude uh matt uh yes yeah did you see the lake snap (laughs) did you guys see the lake Um, i saw it live yeah we talked about it on the pod last week matt matt gave us a detailed play-by-play screenshot by screenshot it was matt weidman phenomenal chris Chris weidman oh chris Chris weidman Weidman. sorry i i matt's his brother why did you know did you know the last time that happened was on Chris Weidman's leg. Anderson Silva broke his leg in the same fashion on Chris Dude. Weidman's yep. leg. Dude. And to take it a, a step Poetic further, justice. the first time Anderson Silva lost in the UFC was because his leg got snapped on, on Weidman. And then the last time that, uh, that Anderson Silva lost in the UFC was to the guy that snapped Weidman's leg. So there's like all sorts of weird serendipity, like just UFC fight gods definitely were laughing, it's laughing like the, that it, night. It's like the Abraham but, Lincoln and JFK assassinations, all the imperial. Oh, yeah. It's too, it's too intertwined. It's weird. Rolled into one. It's two degrees of separation. Yeah. I haven't heard that. Uh, I got to say, like, Lincoln? oh, my God, Gavin, go down a rabbit hole on the internet Holy please because shit. both of them were assassinated right last two presidents to be assassinated both of them their their predecessor not predecessor their uh, successor was named johnson uh, and then there's like you start start there and then there's like 70 different parallels it's really fucking crazy it's it's creepy it's like numerologists have at it if you look at anything you can find parallels no no, no no that's that's, that's different map that's different there's only two presidents that have been assassinated and then they have all these parallels it's crazy it's not like no, we're just grabbing true. any two presidents well i mean it's all about that john chris weidman's uh tib fib snapped in a parallel fashion and <laughs> and that was phenomenal because we were sitting there watching it and you know everybody in the room went like you know like half oh, threw yeah. up in their mouth you know because we just took a tequila shot too and then, and then we're like sitting there like, okay. And they're, they're, they're showing, um, help me out, help me out, help me out. 
uh, who he fought. He fought the. Um, it's killing me. I already forgot his name too. It's not a big deal. No, but... I, I know what it, I know who it is. Uh, it's uh, for gosh darn. Sake. Not a big deal. Anyway. Oswald. Uh, Uriah Hall. Anyways, we are the Oswald. Oh yeah, Uriah Hall. So Uriah <laughs> Hall, right? He's sitting there and he's like bending down. He's like praying or whatever he's doing, and it's just showing him. And everybody in my room that was watching this fight was like, "Are they gonna? Are they gonna show the 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 slow mo? Are they are they gonna do the Exmo version of, mm-hmm. of Weidman's leg snapping in half and wrapping around Uriah Hall's leg? And sure enough, they did. I'm like, this phenomenal. phenomenal. Did you know that that's the only fight? that anybody has ever won without throwing a puncher kick right it was like 12 seconds wow. in right or something yeah that's just the i mean like could you imagine training for like you know 12 13 weeks putting everything into it not seeing your family for covid protocols going into the fight hyping yourself up and then a guy kicks you and his leg snaps in half and you're like uh okay <laughs> i win so i well. thought the same thing i, I felt oh, that for you right hall because he had those those thoughts going through his head as he's sitting down with you know he's sitting on his knees and he's thinking that you know I just put in all this fucking work and now 17 seconds later the guy snaps his leg in half. Yeah. Did you guys see the Giga kick last weekend? Which no. So Cub Swanson, who is an excellent fighter who fights out, I want to say Palm Springs. Uh, he's got like a, a SoCal tattoo on his chest and and uh, and like palm trees. Uh, you, you'll you know him if you saw him. Well, he was fighting this guy who is a, um, uh, I want to say Muay Thai champion, a kickboxer of some sort. And this guy is so skilled that he has a patented kick called the Giga Kick. And he kicks you in it's the- like, the, It's the, like Chun-Li the with a, like, the that real shot. fast kick. Yeah. And he just, he just lands the shot so perfectly. It's almost like he can like see through the body, like in a, like a Mortal Kombat way. And he can identify- internal organs and then once he targets it he just fucking lets that leg fly and there was almost no violence in that fight cub swanson fell over and the fight was over it was insane and i was going in there rooting for cub and then afterwards i was just like who the fuck is this guy you know and it was just one of those nights tons of good fights reyes got fucking just trashed with a spinning elbow from a guy with an antenna on his head Woo! Crazy. seriously uh, wait, are, you, are you still talking about this last card oh yeah. you're talking about last weekend okay uh, well, as, as eric talks all i see is street fighter characters like spinning <laughs> elbows e honda flipping his arm a million times his patented kick his patented like flying double double dutch uh just fucking amazing you're, you're a yeah, nobody's done fights. N- nobody's done the e honda you know like <laughs> super smash ah, hi 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 <laughs> yeah yeah why don't Dude. they use that Eric, I mean this la- this last uh, UFC card, the main card uh, for whatever two two sixty one or whatever it was. I mean, oh, yeah. with Anthony Smith right coming off the fight Ooh. where his teeth were falling out with Jimmy Crute, right? Yeah, yeah. I put money on that that fight would go over one and a half rounds, and Ooh. I'm thinking to myself, if Jimmy Crute is the favorite in this fight. Anthony Smith is a baller, right? Like this guy, he had his teeth falling out, still going out into the center of the octagon, given his best. I can't remember who that was against because I my brain's fried. That was like two fights ago. Yeah, that was uh, that was was two fights ago. Oh my yeah, that That was was two fights ago where his teeth were falling out. And you know what? Actually, I right before that fight, somebody had broken to his house, and he was saying that he was defending. He was fighting this guy that broke into his house 
and he couldn't do anything to hurt this guy. So I think that maybe that got into his head a little bit. Imagine being like a well, yeah. super elite athlete. Somebody yeah. breaks into your house and you can't even keep him out. So yeah. I don't know. I think that he was maybe dealing with a little bit of trauma from that, but he only fights elite fighters now. So yeah. fucking hats off to well, Jimmy Crew was supposed to beat him, according well, to yeah. Vegas. Hold on, hold on. That that not being able to hurt somebody that happens when people are on drugs. Oh so, yeah, but when still, I, I got I got in a big fight with Kevin Longo here, not with him, but like the two of us versus other people. So Kevin, if you're listening out there, man, we got in a fight on the promenade years ago in college with these kids from USC, and the dude mm-hmm. was a beast, and there was nothing I could do to damage him. I could have hit him in the head with a brick; he would have kept coming. So. Wow. There are times like if you're telling me this elite fighter is not able to do damage, I bet you he did do damage. That dude woke up the next day fucked up. The problem is when you're when you're when you're messed up in the head, you just keep going. You know, if your drug if the drugs are through your system, yeah. So there's certain drugs that you just won't stop. Yeah. Guess what? Drugs work. (laughs) (laughs) They might destroy you, but they work in the moment. That's for sure. He went down. He couldn't even feel his leg, and we didn't know what was going on. We thought maybe like dislocated his ankle or something because he couldn't stand. Oh, it was the the calf kick, right? Yeah, the, dude, uh, how yeah, gnarly was, was that kick. though? Oh, gets up like a flipping lion. He's just like, Ooh. you know, he's like hitting his chest. He's like, let's and fucking go. And the referee's like, no, you're done, dude. That was some Achilles yeah. shit. Like he's like a fucking the best warrior, and then just gets his dude. leg just taken out. No, I mean, that's a big thing. Hurt. Gavin and I have been talking about this a lot. Like nobody has really been able to soundly answer these lower leg kicks and when i say that i mean some guys have had some success and the 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 trade-off is a jab like you have to you have to be able to answer with a big jab or a big hook something to like earn their respect to to stop doing that or you can check it you know but checking it can be dangerous too but these guys are relying on the lower leg kicks so big now we saw we saw sugar sean he got his yeah. fibia. Was it his fibia? Uh, something where it's basically like a dead leg where you can't move it. Same thing happened to Connor. And it's because of these fucking calf kicks. And these yeah. guys are just like precision masters too. They just well, do it all fight, day. Yeah. When a fight starts and one guy's doing calf kicks and the other guy isn't, you nine out of 10 times, it's going to go in favor of the calf kicks, which is why, which brings it to a, a pretty incredible fight. Reyes versus what's his name? Oh, uh, Prochaska. Prochaska, totally unorthodox, really weird. Um, he fights like in character. flow. He fights yeah. in flow. He's totally just really bizarre, like a weird Tekken character. Yeah, he he's fights. from the Czech Republic. And and the first the first thing you would think for Reyes to do is calf kick that motherfucker because then he can't do all his crazy moves. But right, he did, and <clears throat> he was he was staying on the outside. He was staying outside of that kick, and he was keeping his hands down. That's another answer too. So everyone was yeah. like, "Dude, this guy's got his hands down." But keeping his hands down, and that's something that Connor used to do. If you if you do a karate stance and you keep yourself out of the pocket, you can keep your hands down to protect from kicks. But you have to make sure that you take advantage of those times where you can get those, those combos in. And he, every time he had a chance to work a combo, they were a little sloppy, but like he said, you know, he's got this crazy, like, uh, like top knot. That's like, it's almost like a pippy long stocking braid length, but only one in the middle of his head. And he said, it's a antenna so he can catch the fighters flow and he can, <laughs> and he can fight in flow. 
Matthew, Matthew, if you're ever wondering why we have Eric and Gavin on, it's for the Tekken metaphors, the Pippi Longstocking, <laughs> and the Achilles <laughs> history lessons. Yeah. It's amazing. amazing. I want you guys to come on like next week. If you like, let's do next week and let's do a full hour because it'll be fucking yeah. fun. But tonight we're running out of time and you guys have a trivia question for us. Yes. Oh, yeah. And wait, wait, we, we're going to do a special show for you guys. we got to do at least 15 or 20 minutes or something when we're seeing uh, Conor McGregor fight Poirier. And oh, Sugar no, Sean we'll, we'll, we'll do a whole match. show. We'll do a whole show. It'll be a full hour. OK, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is fighting. It's going to be a night. Dude, yes. you want to do it? You want to do it pre pre Vegas or post match? We'll what, what do, do it Friday for? night because we're going out Saturday morning so we don't burn out on Friday night and miss the fight. So we're going we're flying out Saturday a.m. Perfect. So we'll we can do now. Friday night. All right. Yeah. Okay. Dude. I got a, I got a trivia question for you guys. Okay. Okay. He was the youngest player to to start an NBA game. Okay. His name rhymes with cozy, <laughs> and he died in a helicopter crash. <laughs> uh, LeBron James. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> How many dimples does an average golf ball have? 364. Oh, like 336. Well oh, damn it. Close. 336. Damn. You got it. Hey. I've got some fun some fun betting stats for the UFC for you in 2020. Okay. okay. Let's, let's do it. Betting, betting favorites went 299 and 145. So the favorite won 299 times and lost 145 times. Okay. 12 fights ended in a draw, no contest, or had even odds. Betting favorites went 27 and 13 in event headliners. One fight ended in a draw. Pretty crazy. 27 and 13 is not bad for favorites in the UFC. For that's betting. that's pretty that nuts. That's pretty nuts because yeah. what you just described is pretty much a two-to-one ratio of wins to losses. Yeah. For every one loss, there's one upset, there's going to be two wins that's almost exact yeah that's math folks (laughs) (laughs) achilles tekken and math and pippi long things i think we went to high school today i think we got all four subjects out of the way Mm -hmm. hey guys congratulations on a year that's fucking amazing thanks thanks gav yeah that means a lot are you guys free next week yes yes let's do next week and let's do a long segment guys we're gonna we're gonna buy a a t-shirt cannon and i'm gonna shoot hot dogs at gavin's ass (laughs) oh my god can we get video for that on youtube immediately (laughs) if we can get how many how many listeners do you guys have now oh two three thousand yeah two three thousand no. If we can get to five thousand listeners, we're gonna get that hot. We're gonna get that T-shirt cannon and shoot hot dogs and slow oh Gavin's ass. That is a deal. <laughs> as soon as we hit five thousand listeners, we're doing that. In the yeah. same breath, we're gonna talk about Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, are you guys both down for the Matt and Alex, the inaugural Matt and Alex uh, sports podcast poker tournament this summer? Because we're doing that too. What's yes, that? of course. All right. We'll oh, there's no time. date. It's just happening this summer, so be ready. You're summer deal. Super down. All right, boys, you are the best as always. I love hanging out with you boys. We got to do God it in person sometime soon. Be nice to people at grocery stores. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's wise love words guys. right there. Love you, boys. All right, see you, buddy. Yeah. See you, boys. And there we go. All right, here we are. Uh, the bar has uh, has yes. lit up. It's lit up because Gustavo is here. What's up, Gus? How are you, sir? Good, good, good. How are you guys doing? Dude, amazing. Doing excellent. I got one question for you guys. Alex came in here, your son, who's about to join us at the Salami Slap after his 21st birthday in August. Dude, crazy. Um, 
and he talked up the Angels for World Series. What do you think? Are you betting him with your son? <laughs> Hell no. You better, you better not. <laughs> stay as far Let's go, there. Angels. Yeah. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, he's 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 on cloud nine with something. He's on something. I don't know. You better take, you know, make sure that kid's uh, on the straight and narrow. No, he's a good kid. But uh, Angels aren't going anywhere this year. At least they haven't proven so uh, so far. Well, before you before you tell us about your Dodgers, which I'm sure you will, you got a trivia yeah. question for me and Matt. Let's see how we do. Yeah, um, I do have a trivia question. Um, okay. So, and I think um, this is just in general, like since the '90s, right, or longer. <laughs> Excuse me. Sure. Um, players. Or dads that have kids in the MLB. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys heard about the the main ones, right? Sure. The Tatis or the Vladdies. Yeah. Um, how many current players their dads played in the nineties? Oh, and the I'm 90s? gonna give you a yeah, in the nineties. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna give you a multiple choice. Ready? Yeah. 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 A five players. B ten players. C fifteen players. Or D twenty players. Wow. Okay. So their dads played in the nineties and now they're and then now the the juniors are now currently playing. playing. Correct. I'm gonna go with C fifteen. Holy shit, that's a lot, dude. I mean, think think about ones that you can name off the top of your head. I can't even name that many baseball players off the top of my head. I'm <laughs> played in the ninth. Yeah, he did. He did. Fifteen. But he's not currently playing. Who? Ken. Yeah. No. No. So he doesn't count. Him. Current players whose dads play. So you got like Cecil, Tatis. You got no, Guerrero. Just join That's me. Matt. Three. Feels good on Winter's Island. No, I'm not. There's no way. I'm glad you picked that because I'm gonna go. I I can name three. Who else? I'm gonna go with. I'll go with B. I'll say ten. You won. You're yeah. a winner. <laughs> Actually, we're tied because Alex got one right earlier tonight, oh, and now I get this one, and you're the last one. So this is perfect. <laughs> this winner, is- winner. We both win, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you went tied. C, Alex, but. I mean, there's a lot of players in MLB, so I'll I didn't even that. want to think about it. I just grabbed a number big because I thought Gus wasn't going to give us too small of a number because otherwise it wouldn't be that unique of a stat. So I'm like, fuck it, let's go middle, 15. Well, 10's unique. I mean, that's like, you know, their dads played in the 90s. That that cuts some players. Hey, know. 10's a lot too. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. you know, uh, I guess I was, hold on. All right, I guess. was researching go ahead. and there's over 250 total. Really? From, uh, you know, ever since they kept track. Sure. And that might be like one plate appearance too. You never know. You know, like yeah, the guys yeah, that yeah. you never knew. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of baseball players, kids. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you gotta be a pretty, you gotta be a pretty avid baseball fan watcher to, to know like the nitty gritties, the guy, that the guys that, you know, didn't make the headlines, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and Mike Willie's going to kill us because you know, he, this is his thing. This is his deal. Yeah. He's, He's proved over the last 365 days that we've been doing this that, you know, like this is his thing. He, he, he could probably name all 10, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, very, no, that's cool. I love that stat. I love that stat, you know, and, and because I love watching Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he's, you know, he, I think he's a better Bryce Harper, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. He, he's, dude, you know what I love about him too is his nickname is El Nino. And yeah. you know who, you know, whose nickname is the kid, Mike Trout. Mike Trout's nickname is the kid uh, uh, with, the, with, with the Angels. And so that, I think that's kind of funny. Um, but, uh, and, you know, he has a chance to be, to be really great. So I, I'm, I'm watching him this year. I'm watching the Padres. Yeah. Oh, Me okay. too. Let's go Padres. Fuck your Dodgers. But go ahead. Yes. <laughs> are, the Dodgers winning the World Ser- are the Dodgers winning the World Series again or what's going on? Dodgers are. If they play, if they started the World Series today, they would not win the World Series. But no. unfortunately, we still have eight, mo- eight more months. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a few trades, you know, and then get like maybe Mike Trout. (laughs) No, you're not gonna get Trout. You're gonna get Darren Fletcher, and then Matt's gonna hate the Angels for losing Fletcher, and then you're gonna win the World Series with him, and he's gonna be this. (laughs) If that happens, I dude, World Series MVP in bottom of the sixth, bottom of that ninth in game six. Alex, if that happens, there's a chance I don't watch baseball ever again. (laughs) What Fletcher or Trout? No, Fletcher. Uh, Trout's too predictable. Matt loves Fletcher. Dude, no, Trout's not going to the Dodgers. One of these days, I'm gonna when Gus comes on or or Willie or somebody who's a baseball fan, I'm gonna do the research. And I'm sorry for not doing it already, but one of these days I'm gonna do the research and I'm gonna show you all the Angels players that we've let go who immediately went to the World Series. Oh right, immediately went to the World Series from Maldonado a couple years ago, like. To Eckstein way back in the yep. day, to yep, Troy Clos, Oss, like all of them, they all do. Like if you if you leave the Angels, you're almost guaranteed to go to World Series in the next two years. And then and then the same thing goes for the Angels. It a player that plays in the you know at their best and another team, and then they pay them. The oh, then you're gonna suck these, here. Yeah, yeah. Then you're gonna suck. You're just gonna suck. You'll be yeah. done by you'll hurt. be done by July fourth. You'll be out. Or get hurt. Yeah. Hey, not, what is- not looking good for Rendon then in the next two months. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on. And remember, remember when he came out of here, he was like, I don't want to play in Hollywood, uh, Dodgers Hollywood or something. Jeez. And it's like, really, dude? Like, you li- I- I'm sure you live in Newport Beach. Right. That That is better than Hollywood, you know? Yeah. 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 Well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, what about yeah. Trevor Bauer? How's he? Uh, what's he added to the? Arsenal and dot and the dot. Um, so I don't. So same. My my wife has the same question. Um, Burn. What does what does Trevor Bauer mean for the Dodgers? Is that uh? Remember, I don't know if you guys saw the World Series, but like there was a game where like it was a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Yeah. And that's not gonna happen no more. It's it'll be uh your one two three starters and that's it. You know. So David Price isn't gonna have any any type of. No, he'll he'll start, but it's not gonna be a like who the hell is pitching for the Dodgers tonight, you know? I don't think David it's, Price has a start in him. Uh, I think he will because no. he's been in that in that you know s- stage. I hope Dustin May. I hope Dustin May could really do some good stuff. You know, I, I think that the, your team is insane. You, Apparently, I mean, haven't heard what happened to Dustin May. No, what happened? Tommy John. Oh, jeez! Are you Man, kidding Matt's me? Behind a couple days. That that that's no, that's very new because Dustin yeah. just pitched last week. Yeah, he got he got hurt on Saturday and then got diagnosed on Monday. Oh, jeez! He's oh, up for till twenty twenty two. No, good. Now David Price has to be a starter with you guys. Oh, David Price, he's hurt right now. Price is. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Pulled hamstring. Everybody's hurt. 
How the hell do you pull your hamstring? I guess they, those guys push off their legs. I guess fucking do those guys have like fifteen people to stretch them out? No, but but check this out. So remember last year, Price uh, opted out and didn't get yeah, paid, right? Because his grandma was old. And well, something. okay. So I mean, that was I I thought that was kind of dumb, you know. But I it's mean, that's totally whatever dumb. he did, yeah, whatever he decided, right? Sure. But this year, he's like, why opt out when I could just fake an injury? Oh, just like a normal year that is such something paid. that is such something a dodger fan would say though too really yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean it's just like i mean the only reason i say that gus and is because there's a guy i work with and he's a huge dodger fan and i yeah. feel like everybody that they bring on they like okay like uh kershaw let's say for example yeah. Not, we, we shouldn't pay for Kershaw. He sucks. And then he's so good throughout the entire year. And then he has, you know, he's just known for postseason drawback. I mean, the guy, he's horrible in the postseason, right? And he's not, though. I blame the coach. It's Well, two years ago, two years ago, it was always the seventh inning. He'll throw six out. gems and then leave him out there in the seventh and then it falls apart. Yeah. Well, Jose Altuve knew that what pitch was coming to you. Yeah. And so I can't that's bullshit too. That is bullshit. Right. And dude, if I was Kelly, what is his name? Joe Kelly or whatever. Yeah. That guy is the, the man, the man. Yeah, He, he made me man. almost a Dodger fan just because of that. You know, I, yeah. I love that F the Astros, dude. They yeah. F organization them. now they shouldn't even, uh, the, 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 I mean, just in the fashion that they cheated, that's just insane to me, but it's funny. I go back to this guy that I work with and he, he's, I'm just saying like anytime that, you know, they bring somebody up, it's, it's because of the Dodgers organization and their farm system. But then when they, when they pay for somebody and they don't do well, well, we shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, like, like Trevor Bauer is a pretty good example is if he were to come out and do horrible, it's like, we should never have paid up for him. But now that he's doing well, it's like, Oh, you know, he's part of the Dodgers rotation. I, I don't know. I, maybe it's, that's every team. But that's always like the argument that I have with this guy is that he's it's it's like never the Dodgers fault. Like I never feel like he like owns up to be like, oh, that was a bad that was a bad mistake. Like we shouldn't have done that, you know, like as an organization. I don't know that that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't make any sense. What do you think? Yeah, you don't. Ah, fuck. But it, but it's just like like Alice used to always say. Remember when uh, Ron Artest won the you know they won the championship? Uh, uh, Alex said the next summer, trade them, get rid of them. They don't they don't. They got their things. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's like some players, all they need is that one ring and then they're not going to play no more. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Kershaw's that guy. You know what I think, though, with Kershaw? I think this is how I look at it. Like in America, I know you guys think I go hard on LeBron because LeBron just uniquely kind of bugs me with his sure. play. Yeah. But but I'll, I'll say this for him, right? I just told, said earlier tonight, like he's number two all time in my book. And that says a lot. By yeah. the end of this year, he's going to be two all time. That's not an insult. Michael Jordan is a demigod. Like for him, not being the second best player of all time, like he's ahead of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Kobe Bryant, and a lot of fucking really good players, and Dr. J and Bill Russell, and it's a, it's a long list of guys he's passed. So what I'm going to say is about Kershaw is this: like I feel like we have this, this tendency in America to underappreciate our stars in a moment. Like yeah, Kershaw had those terrible postseason collapses, but he's one of the best pitchers that we will ever see in our lifetime. And if you're a Dodger fan, you got him on your roster. Like, instead of bitching about, like, oh, Kershaw, this or that, like, how about just appreciate the fact that you got one of the best pitchers you're ever going to see in your lifetime? One of the best yeah, Mike, six curveballs I've ever seen. We can, we, yeah. can all, we can all argue about Mike Trout being this, that, or whatever. Like, how about just appreciate it? Like, yeah. 
it's fucking amazing. Like yes. let's, let's appreciate it. And the same thing goes with LeBron. I just wish he could have done it in his city. I would have appreciated it in Cleveland, not in LA, but, uh, but you gotta appreciate these guys, man. Cause when they're gone, they're gone and they're, they're yeah. cool to watch while it's here. That's true. Very, yep. well said. Very well said. Yeah. I was just, See, trying, I was just trying to dig on you. Cause you're, a that's, dog. that's why I appreciated my Cowboys. Cause, cause the franchise cause is about to be gone or what? No, because I mean, who else? If it was it was March Madness, right? Me, uh, me and Richard were in Vegas, and Art out of nowhere says, "What the fuck's up with your Cowboys?" And it's like, really, like Cowboys haven't even been in the spotlight, but like you're talking about it, and like you're making them irrelevant, you know? Sure, you're right, and it's like everybody hates the Cowboys, but the the same people that hate them always want to talk about them. Well, the Cowboys are easy to hate and they're easy to talk about. I mean, yeah, they're, they're you have one of the most outspoken owners, right? In Jerry and Jerry, uh, he's one of the out, most outspoken owners and that ends up on the field. You have, it, it's just, you, you're in the spotlight just because you're the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. so people want to talk about it, whether good, bad or indifferent, to be honest. But like every day, like, you know, they're trending, you know? Sure. Well, yeah. Either in a bad or a good, but. They're always trending. Yeah. And- I mean, I think that goes back to Jerry Jones and how he's very outspoken. And he, yeah. you know, because, you know, all the owners, they get together and they make decisions for the NFL, you know, for Roger Goodell. And they, they have to approve certain things. And Jerry Jones is very, you know, vocal. And so, therefore, he ends up in the headlines. And that stupid blue and white star <laughs> is, is all over the place. And, it, and because of that and, yeah. and, and, and I'll give him this, he's built a brand. He, yeah. he has built a brand and now he's built what AT&T stadium around yeah. his brand brand. And it's an amazing place where they have amazing venue. It's an amazing venue for a whole lot of things. I mean, they had yeah. with the NCAA championship game there. I mean, that's, I mean, they're just destined to be in the head. I don't, I don't know if you're giving him a little bit too much credit, Matt. No, I, I agree. Not, I agree. I'm not with giving sentiment. him credit as a team. I, no, 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 I'm talking about Jerry brand. Jones and building the brand. I, I agree with you in the sentiment that he's done good things with them, but that brand was a brand long before him. Like that goes way before Jerry Jones, where the Cowboys were the Cowboys, and people. But talk a brand about could the Cowboys, die. and Very they play on, and they play on Thanksgiving every fucking year, and everybody cares about the Cowboys since like 1962. So, I mean, I'm with you, though. I think Jerry's done a lot for them, and that's why they're always in the public eye. He's but the Cowboys him. are the Cowboys. It's, I think it's as simple as the color scheme and the star and the fact they're from Texas. Sure. And that's enough to just be polarizing. It's, it's very similar to the Yankees in the, in the MLB. Like, the pinstripes, and the, they're from New York, and people are going to talk about them. So yeah, they're always going to be in the news. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're going to use that reference or that comparison, I don't think that the, I think the Yankees have kind of dropped off in the last couple of years. Yeah, but let them win four games in a row. And what do you think Sports Center is going to lead with? Now that Jeter's gone, A Rod's gone, Girardi's gone, uh, what's his name? Joe Torrey's gone a long time ago. I know that, but I'm just saying they've kind of tailed off. They, you know, they brought in a newer manager. And so, I mean, they still have a great team. They're not doing that great this year. Uh, uh, in fact, they started off kind of hot and then they 
now they're like poo poo. You're telling me if it's August and the Yankees are 500 sure. and the Red Sox are 500 sure. and they're playing a three game series on the weekend that the whole yeah. sports world's not going to jam that down our throat. Like this is something special to watch. Sure. No. Yeah. I, I think less now than before though. That's, that's my maybe, maybe, maybe it's just because there's more diverse platforms to watch your teams, right? There's so many different options. I'll tell now. you the media is what their media is trying to jam down our throats is Dodger versus the Padres. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, they, I mean, yeah, right. They yeah. And you've got Hosmer and fucking Machado and Tatis, you know, Padres. and they've got, they just, <laughs> they just signed a whole bunch of pitchers and, and, and look who's at the top of the NL West. <laughs> The, the Giants, Diamondbacks, right? The Giants. The Giants? The Giants right now. I mean, the Padres and the Dodgers are right on their ass. I mean, that's not how it's going to end. But, I mean, the Giants yeah, give have it been... time. The Angels were in first 10 days ago, too, and that was yeah, a mirage. exactly. So. Exactly. Hey, the Dodgers play the Angels this weekend. That's oh, tough for your Dodgers, man. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I bet. I think, I think we are in I bet. trouble. But you guys are also going to face Kershaw and um, Bauer. I'm pretty sure I owe you a steak dinner already, but a side bet? What do you want to bet? <laughs> yeah anything the series yeah the series i'm talking about yeah who wins the series uh i say angels you say dodgers i don't yeah. obviously that's a bad bet on my side but i don't care what are we betting well you should give them a little bit like a couple steak points, dinner gus it's another, another no, steak this dinner is not this is not vegas matt well no. no this is pride i don't need any fucking points i'm gonna win you're a better man than i am well yeah gus is hungry hey, but so i'm gonna feed him let's let's talk about something else now what? Okay, we gotta hurry. We're almost okay. All right. Um, you, that we're almost out of time here. Do, so hit me. Do the does this Laker team have a switch to yes. turn it on or turn it off? Yeah, the switch yes. is called. Are both guys healthy? If they yes. are, everyone else is fucked. But are they gonna turn it on? Are they gonna be healthy? Well, they were just playing the other day, and we lost. Uh, they weren't healthy though. I mean, that's LeBron James' first game back. LeBron doesn't care about that. Do you remember the bubble last year? How bad they were in the bubble. And then all of a sudden yeah. the playoffs start and it's like, okay, get out the fucking way. Yeah. Um, I, I think LeBron's too good. I think Anthony Davis is the best player he's ever played with. Mm-hmm. If, if he's 100%. healthy, if he's healthy, then it's just, it, I'm not saying they're going to win it all. I'm just saying, if you're asking is if there's a switch, the answer to that is yes. And the switch is, are those two dudes on the court and healthy? Because the rest of those players almost don't matter when those two dudes are on the court healthy. And I actually think yeah. that I actually think the supporting cast is better this year than last year. So, um, yeah, they're struggling right now and they're falling mightily, but you let them get into that show and you tell me which team is going to be happy to see them come in as a seven seed. Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and that's coming from a guy who's not a huge LeBron fan. LeBron's not done yet. He's not dead yet. And, uh, I think he's got one last good run in him. I don't know if he's going to make it though. I think this Clippers team is, uh, has got some talent on it. I know they're underachieving in the regular season, but let's see, let's see this playoff run. Um, I don't think Portland's legit. I don't think Denver's got enough with with uh, Murray out, even though Jokic is a beast. The one that's interesting to me is the Suns. The Suns with Chris Paul. That's who I decided I'm going to root for. I've been saying for years, Chris Paul is amazing, and he's just so unlucky in the playoffs, whether it be a pulled hamstring here or, a, you know what I mean, a hurt teammate there. And this is like the one last run for Chris Paul to try to make a finals run. So that's who I'm going to be pulling for, my Lakers and the Suns. Love it. Nice. Very good. Hey Gus, thanks for coming on, man. uh, Yeah, no worries. We're we're celebrating 365 days, one year. Nice, congratulations. Salami slap starts tonight, Gus. So I'll see you in Vegas in about five hours. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. 
there's no college football, but we can make something up. Maybe we can we'll play uh, P- PlayStation 10 or whatever PlayStation they're on. So right now uh, <laughs> and play NCAA football, but uh, yeah, we'll be looking forward to that and we'll get you on before then. And we'll talk uh, maybe at the all-star break about what's going on in baseball. And yeah, come on all-star weekend. Going. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be yeah, fun. yeah for All sure. Right, I'm down. All right, man. Very good. Thanks. All right, guys. Take care, brother. All right. You too. See, See you, buddy. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are talking to you. Everybody that has joined the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast in the bar, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts, the cockles of our hearts beat for you because, um, you know, we don't necessarily, and I'm going to be honest, like we don't do this all for you, but we, uh, you know, we have a great time. Alex and I have been very transparent since the beginning of this. We have fun. We do this for an entire year. And that is worth so much to our lives. And we hope that it is uh, worth so much to yours. And we appreciate every single one of you guys for listening to our podcast. And uh, we couldn't be happier with the outcome after 365 days. Right, Alex? Hell yeah. Let's go three. What's 365 times two? Let's know, go 700 and 730, 730 days. Let's, yeah. let's get this rolling. Where are yeah, we going to be in a year? Yeah. So May 2nd, 2022, we're going to be here talking your ears off. We've become you know, great friends with all kinds of different people from Justin Daly <laughs> um, to all kinds of listeners. And we appreciate every single one of you guys, but you know what? Alex and I are having fun and that's why we started this, this podcast, this journey. And so uh, thank each and every one of you guys for your love and support over 365 days. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Not a lot of, uh, you know, content goes on there, but Hey, your support is, uh, is needed and it is uh, nice to have. And, you know, we just love doing it. We love Talk, doing it. So talking shit and losing bets. That's what we do around here. Right. Talking shit and losing bets is right. So very good. Uh, hit us up on Gmail. We have uh, Alex and Matt podcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram and uh, all that good stuff. So here's to another year, Alex. Uh, it's been fun, my friend. And uh, I don't know. I've had nothing but but good good times, uh, you know, at this microphone for the last year or so. Thank you, buddy. And uh, for the first year, everybody here at the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast, be good and be safe. Cheers.